Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, sippers. You are now tuned in to the Tea with Mo. I am your host, Miss Mo. And here at the Tea with Mo, we are all things tea. Our tea reduces stress, it provides nourishment, and it helps soothe your mind and your body. Now, typically, we would have our co-host, Miss Sunny, with us, but today she is under the weather, so we want to reach our hands out to her and say that we hope you feel better, we hope you have a speedy recovery, and prayerfully, she will be back with us next week. So today, you guys get lovely me all by yourself, which is good. So I am super excited this week to go ahead and introduce our Tea of the Week. Now, you guys know that this is my favorite part of the week, which I say that about everything, but this part, particularly this week, is great. So this week's Tea of the Week is going to be African Solstice. Shout out to your truly the poet who came through last week and gave us this tea. Guys, when I tell you that I tried this tea this week and it was absolutely amazing. This is a tea that contains elderberries, blueberries. It has this fruity death to it. It's rich in antioxidants. And oxidants. Um, it's got a ruby red rose hips. It's uh, just enticing. It's just tasteful. It's going to pair so well with a dessert, like something like a brownie or maybe even just a cookie or a biscuit. It's just a wonderful flavored tea. You can get the African Solstice tea um, at your local Kroger's or your uh, Food Lions, your Publix. They're available wherever. Um, It also has a hint of vanilla and berry. Um, It touches on a sweetness that can just kind of delight you. It's good for dinner or, like I said, dessert or maybe even just an afternoon treat. So let's get straight into the show this week. This week, our topic is to vote or bust. That is our question. And as you guys can see, we've got a new call-in number. That number is 563-999-3028. Again, it's 563-999-3028. Press 1 if you want to share your tea, if you've got a question for our feature, who I'm about to introduce, or if you want to answer that question of do you vote or no, yes or no, and why. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in our feature this week. Our feature this week, his name is Tyreek Cooper. He is from a um, I Just Want to Grow Up I Just Want to Grow Up Prevention Program here in Houston, Texas. So let's go ahead and bring in Tyreek. Give me one second, Charlie. Tyreek, welcome to the Tea with Mo. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yes, ma'am. So, so Tyreek, we always have to ask you, I'm sure you heard, we always ask, what's the tea flavor of the week? So, what is your tea choice for this week? <laughs> I love lemon tea. That's my favorite. 
sweet lemon tea. You said Hello? sweet lemon? Yes, ma'am. Lemon tea, right. Lemon tea. Okay. So do yes, you ma'am. put sugar right. or honey in your tea? Uh, put honey. I love honey. You put honey. Okay, see, I'm a yes, honey ma'am. person, but sometimes I always will put my – I put sugar in it as well. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No problem. But I like honey. I'm a honey guy. So it would not be the tea with Mo if I did not go ahead and give you one second. No problem. Well, it would be great if I could find it, but I can't find it this week, which is okay. So typically we will go ahead and give you the round of applause effect, but for some reason we are having technical difficulties. I mean, when I tell you today, trying to log in today, it was a little difficult. We are dealing with a new studio with the transition. It was just, (laughs) my goodness, it has just been a day. So I completely understand. It's it's a Sunday, you know, it was 15 days now, 15 days after Juneteenth, you know, because we do not say the other word, the other phrase. We say 15 days after Juneteenth here at the TV <laughs> show. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm yes. still a little full, a little full from yesterday, eating, eating way too much. So we're going to get it together, though. <laughs> it's going to be all right. So, Tyreek, let's go ahead and, and get into it. If you don't mind, I'm going to read a little bit about your bio, and we can tell our strippers a little bit about you. Right. Okay. All right, guys. So, being a black business owner that supports the community, it qualifies Tyreek to speak on certain topics. The business No More Grow t-shirt stands for No More Jim Crow Laws, which directly affects our communities even today. The model of the t-shirt, the model of the t-shirt company is t-shirts, with something to say. Each t-shirt is specifically designed to address an issue in our community and possible solutions. No More Crow supports I Just Want to Grow Up, which is a program that services the community's youth. With the two entities working hand in hand, he's doing his best not only to reach out to just youth as adults, but both. In addition to those two things, he's also a JOS at the Harris County Juvenile Probation, and he's been working closely with the youth for over four years. Tyreek, give us, let's get straight into it. So tell us, okay. let's first start with No More Crow. What's the concept behind that? How did you come up with that? And give us a little bit more in depth as to what that actually means. Okay, cool. Um, no More Crow is, I, I like to say, my alternate ego. Um, it gives back to our community, but through T-shirts, um, I want to provide a solution in my mind, you know, a solution that can help us move forward as a people. So when I created No More Crow, I, I guaranteed myself that I would only put on T-shirts that would be a forward movement uh, for our people. Uh, for example, um, let the nothings be nothing, but don't let them stop you from doing something. That was the very first shirt I printed. And, what I meant by that was it goes for our youth and even adults. But, you know, you can hang around people that have maybe um, not a good work ethic or not trying to do or be anything other than where they are or what they are. 
but that doesn't mean that's what you have to be. And that doesn't mean that you have to stop being friends with the people or associating with people. We come from a community of diverse people. So we're going to have friends like that. We're going to have friends that are uh, hardworking as well. But we can't let anything anybody else do stop us from trying to move forward for ourselves. And that message is so strong. That's that's a definitely an amazing message um, for today. So I'm I'm gonna I see that we've we've got a special guest that just came into the studio. Um, yes, so we, ladies and gentlemen, our sippers, let's welcome in yours truly, the poet. He is going to be our special co-host. So let's go ahead and welcome right. in yours truly. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are y'all doing today? Doing wonderful. Doing good. That's so yours truly, you know, we, we got to get to business and, and, and ask you what your favorite tea of the week is this week. You already gave us the tea of the week without even knowing it, but we've got to ask you again. So what's your tea flavor of the week? So uh, I still love the African solstice, but I guess my, my tea flavor of the week will be um, the l- lemon tea, the the lemon spice tea. Uh <laughs> That's a, um, you know, like you have your, your uh, what is it, the pumpkin spice? Well, this is a lemon spice, and it has a very, very uh, tart flavor, but I, I'm a soury person anyway. But you don't need no lemon in it. Just add a, just a touch, a tab of honey, and you're good to go. Well, yours truly, we, let me introduce you to our featured, Tariq Cooper. Again, he's from I Just Want to Grow Up program um, here in Houston. So we were just in the middle of getting straight into his feature and asking him some questions um, about the program and No More Crow, which is his T-shirt business. So let's jump right back into the, te- the question, Tariq. So okay. how do programs like, like yours encourage young people to stay on the right path? Well, um, I'll give you a, b- a brief um, beginning of where I came with the mindset. I, um like I said, I work at Harris County. I'm a JSO juvenile supervision officer. And um, in building this program, I did a lot of research with my youth that I had in my uh, dorms and the different classes that we had, whatever, asking questions. And a lot of times our youth are committing crimes here in Houston, and I, I imagine any other city or state, um, due to lack of necessities. They don't have food all the time. They don't have somewhere to sleep all the time. Our kids are getting locked up for being vagrant. You know, um, it's multiple things. And what we're doing, I just want to grow up. We push literature. We do free book drives. We offer scholarships. We try to promote our kids to keep them from having to go the alternate route of selling drugs or anything else that's illegal to do in order to survive. So I would say that would be it. And and you're right. That that's that's much needed, especially from what I've, I've visualized here in Houston. Um, that is a much needed program. I think we need those types of programs all over, to be quite honest. Yes, ma'am. Right, and I agree. I totally agree. Uh, Mr. Cooper, one yes, one thing I I definitely appreciate is the fact that you are are seeking and trying and doing is helping the youth. I definitely appreciate that to the highest. I loved your quote. If uh, What was it again? If 
don't do if you're doing something. What was it again? The first okay, <laughs> it says let the nothings be nothing, but don't let them stop you from doing something. I love that. I love that. That's powerful. I need that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, I got you. We're we're connected. Ben, I, I think my question for you is what what's the most important thing to remember when reaching out to risk that are I mean youth that are at risk. Okay, um, it's two things to that question. Um, the first thing is we got to meet our kids where they are because, for one, we don't know what got them to this point. We don't know if it's lack of parenting or if it's, you know, just the environment that they were raised in. So meeting them where they are would be the most important thing. And then trying to bring them forward into the light, you know, of being an uh, upstanding citizen or, you know, just being better for themselves, better in themselves. The um, second part of that is that I always feel like we don't just work with at-risk youth. We work with youth that are doing great as well because what I've seen is that the youth that are doing good, they get ignored a lot because people are like, oh, well, they're good. He, You know, he or she is okay. They they know what to do, this, that, and other. But we have to pay attention to all our youth because at any point, we could depress our kids or we could have our kids feeling like nobody cares. So we choose it. I just want to grow up to focus on all all youth at risk or otherwise. Trey, can we go can you go a little bit more into what is it a day in the life at, at the program? Um if we okay. if there's a teenager or a youth out there coming into the program, what does that kind of look like? It just depends on the particular pro. I mean, like um, event that we're doing at that particular time. But we have membership programs. Like I say, we do scholarships. So, say for instance, if a youth becomes a member of our program, uh, we do scholarships all through the year for our kids, school age kids and college kids. So the program goes from three years up, three year old to eighteen years up, uh, on through college. So. A day in the life, I guess, of a member would be, you know, checking the website, seeing what we have. We have Selfish Program on the website that we're adding to it, which is a, a curriculum that we created to build oneself. It's called Selfish. And we believe that being selfish is a positive thing if you're building you because, for instance, you built the uh, T with Mo show. You were selfish as in building that program, but you also – allow other people to have a platform and to, you know, express what they do and give back to the community. So you build it, but you were doing it in turn to help other people. That's what we try to teach our kids in being selfish. Okay. That, okay. That's that's really, that's really yeah. You got the quotes, bro. Yeah, you should be making the first half. You got them all. It is. It I do is my best. So much of it. Well, people think it's the thought of being uh, a negative when you say that uh, to be selfish. Right. But I mean, the first thing you got to do, you got to put your mask on first. I appreciate right. you saying that. Right. Because you have to build you. So let's let's talk a more about you, um, Tariq. What what is your motivation um, behind building? a program such as unique for the youth as I just want to grow up? Coming from where they came from, um, I felt like, you know, 
sometimes I wish we had more things like this when I was growing up. And to be from the same type of neighborhood that a lot of our kids come from, I understand. I don't look at them as criminals. I don't look at them as wasted uh, individuals. I look at them as uh, potential. And um, I guess the best way to look at it was I look at my, I see myself in these kids. So if I had someone to reach out to me when I was younger and say, hey, come here, this is the way to go. And I could depend on that person. I could really trust that person. I want to be that person. You know, me and my wife, we built the program, and we both come from the inner city. You know, we both from come from the community. I come from Fort Worth and Como, which is the same as you would have here in Houston, Third Ward or Fifth Ward. My wife comes from Fifth Ward. You know, so we're we're adapt to that, and we just want better, and we want better for our youth here in the community, all over Houston, all over Texas, actually. So, Mr. Google, I heard I, I heard you say that your program, the program ranges in ages from 3 to 18. Right. Yeah, in, in conjunction with the theme of the show, when is a good age do you start teaching them about the importance of voting? Of voting? Uh, from the beginning, I think. I think you start at the age of three. It won't be as in-depth as an 18-year-old, but I feel like at the same time you should – like just the same way you uh, would do math uh, cards with your kids, you know, or reading, you know, you start a little bit at a time. You start from the beginning, very small thing. And then as they grow, it gets more in depth and it, you know, but they get that importance from the beginning because if they're not taught, our kids are not seeing the importance or how much our, our people went through in order to get the right to vote. So, gentlemen, I think this is going to be a good moment for us to go straight into our first music break. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, the number to call in is 563-999-3028. Press 1 if you would like to share your tea, if you want to answer our question, which is do you vote or not. We'll have that coming up shortly. So, we'll be right back, guys. Thank you. 
You guys are now tuned in to The Tea with Mo. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this Sunday. I am your host, Ms. Mo. I appreciate you guys coming in. We have a special guest host with us this week, stepping in for Miss Sunny, who is under the weather. So, again, we wish her the quick, quick, quick speedy recovery um, so that she can be back with us next week. Um, and we've got our feature of the week, which is Tyreek Cooper from the I Just Want to Grow Up Prevention Program here in Houston, Texas, and also owner of the t-shirt business, No More Crow. How are you gentlemen doing? You guys hanging in there? Doing great. Doing great. I'm doing well. <laughs> so, Tyreek, let's dive right back into it. So, I Just Want to Grow Up Prevention Program, you mentioned is a membership can you go a little bit more into detail about what they get for with the membership? Absolutely. Um, the membership itself is a um, type of fundraiser that we use in order to build funds for the um, scholarships that we give out during the year. The membership for each member is only $12 a year. So it's a dollar a month. Um, with that, the events, the book drives that we get, being a member, you get exclusive, you know, privileges as far as, you know, coming in and picking out books, as, you know, earlier than other youth. But this, the book drives are for all youth of Houston, even member or not. You know, we want to promote literature, literacy, I'm sorry, literacy for our youth uh, in our city. So, uh, but being a member, you get different perks, like we throw uh, events for just specifically for our members. So, you know, to show that we appreciate them being a part of the I Just Want to Grow Up program. Uh, I would think the most important portion of the membership would be the scholarships that we give. Uh, I'll tell you a story that really uh, touched my heart and made me feel like this is totally necessary for what we do and how we handle our things here in Houston and and, uh, elsewhere. One of my youth told me, you know, his first crime was a um, felony. He uh, aggravated robbery. And I was, you know, when he first told me, I was thinking that he robbed someone and in particular, you know, a particular person and, you know, trying to get their money or whatnot. He robbed the Denny's in order to feed himself and his brothers because they had no food. And this is the, oh. I, I don't know. It just, it shook me up. I'm like, wow, you know, who who's reaching out to our youth trying to provide a different way other than picking up a gun or, you know, doing something illegal in order just to feed themselves, like I say. And that's not every story, but story I, you know, I read his file is the truth. You know, he was hungry. So, you know, I'm, I, like I say, the scholarships can't save everybody, but our best our, our option is to save at least one if we can. Two, three, four, you know. So that's our goal. So, how do okay so with that program i'm sure you're needing volunteers so Absolutely. how do how do we here in houston or you know for our sippers who are out there who are not here in texas or in houston how do we get in touch with you and how do we volunteer how do we donate um we have the website we have it where people can donate through the website uh which is www I just want to grow up um, and you, I mean, .com. I'm sorry, www.ijustwantogrowup.com uh, here in Houston. And 
what they can do is go to the website, and that gives different events that we're doing. That gives an opportunity for people to donate if they like to. Also get in contact with us if they're interested in uh, volunteering. You can reach us through the website, and the email is I just want to grow up at gmail.com. We can also be emailed. Okay, so I want everyone out there that's listening, please, please, if you are here locally in Houston, make the time to reach out to I Just Want to Grow Up um, and Tariq and make sure you guys are donating your, donating your time. If you can't donate your time and you're outside of Houston, then go ahead and make sure that we support the program because these are the programs that we need in our community and that we have to sustain in our community. Um, we definitely here at the Key with Mom Tariq, we will definitely be donating our time and also making um, a donation also to the program as well. Yes, ma'am. Um, so because we are we are all about that. That's what the platform is for. That is what the encouragement is for. Um, right. So given let's let's go a little bit more into our topic today. Which our topic today, the question is. Do you vote or no? So, given the last election, in your opinion, do you think that we're able to trust the election results that um, that we are coming up and we're telling people to go out and vote? I think we cannot. I don't think we can trust the um, system itself, but with the numbers, just uh, I always give this example. I feel like. Um, a lot of people didn't want Barack Obama to be in office, but we stood up as a people and we went, you know, black, white, Hispanic, everybody that wanted change stood up and went and voted. That did count. So it's, it is possible for them to cheat or for people to cheat, you know, in order to win. But I feel like voting is important. I feel like they wouldn't make it such an issue if it wasn't. They try to suppress the vote. So that lets me know that that does count. We just got to get out. So let me ask you both the question, starting um, sure. with Tariq, which we should have started with, but do you vote or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I will. You're so truly- why do you – yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, asking why do you think it is so difficult to get the – not only the youth, but – uh, the culture as a whole to learn the importance of why voting is, is important. Uh, I know many, many people think our votes don't count or don't matter, but how do we make that change to see that every vote count? Okay. Um, was that for me? I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, yes. My My thought on that is that just like we've been told that we don't count and we don't matter. Um, that's a lie. And when it, when something is is spoken to you over and over and over, it becomes, uh, I guess, in your mind, a fact, but it's not a fact. If I don't want you to believe that, uh, if I want you to believe that I just want to grow up is the best program in the world and I keep telling you that, you're going to believe in it, you know, and you, you're going to buy into that. So I feel like that's what's happening. Our people are being told over and over and over, oh, it don't don't matter. You don't have to get out and go vote. It doesn't matter either way. You know, and I think that's bull. 
I feel like it does mm-hmm. count. And, you know, it's just the conditioning that we've had, just almost like slavery. You, 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 you just, you, I'm a poet, but you just got the words. Like, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I agree with, I agree with some of the things you're saying. It is hard to take that out of, out of the the narrative that has been assessed for so long. And I appreciate your striving and trying to push that through. And inside of our head that we can Y'all hear me? Uh, uh, yeah, we can now. Yeah, I can now. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, it was No, better. it's no problem. Yeah. So go ahead and repeat that, YT. I was saying that I, I agree with everything you were saying, and I thank you uh, because it is so hard to get ingrained in us for so long of our minds and And one thing that we have a voice, and we have a we, and we need to speak up. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Like I said, as a group, so, we can do this. I mean. Yep. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, as a whole, as a group, and you know, conversations like this, we can make things happen, make change. At the I Just Want to Grow Up Prevention Program, do you guys have talks like this? Is this a conversation, um, a part of the curriculum, preparing them for um, what it means to vote? How do you go about voting, especially those who are, you know, 16 and 17, getting ready for maybe that this is the first time that they're going to be voting? Right. Um, Well, we offer here, also at the I Just Want to Grow Up You Program, we offer structure classes. And uh, we have a platform where people can donate $15 and their sons, their daughters can come to our structure classes. And voting is one of the topics, one of the um, a piece of the curriculum that we do touch on. And, uh, matter of fact, we do more than touch on it. We elaborate on the importance and the history of voting and why um, it was important for us not to vote for so long and why it's so important for us to vote right now. So, yes, ma'am, we do. I I completely am on board with that. I think that our youth need to know the importance of voting and what it means for them in the future and this day and time because right. we can educate them on why they should vote and how we didn't have – we didn't always have the right to vote. But I exactly. think now with today's youth, you have to be relatable to them and relate the – reason why it's important to vote so that we can, so that they can register, it can register to them because it meant different voting, the right to vote meant different, you know, for our parents, our grandparents, and even for our generation, it means different. And it's different for those, um, for this new generation. They are the important narrative that we are missing. I believe as a culture, they are right. the narrative. Our youth are the narrative. They are the ones who will make the change that we are working so hard to progress for. They're the reason why we are doing the right. They are the reason why we aren't being silent, why we aren't just going to allow them to continue to 
kill our black men and kill our black women exactly. and as a minority as a whole. So I think in the process of all of the, you know, in the process of that, we have to educate them and we have to continue to educate them, even from little things as taking your kids with you to the voting polls and letting right. them experience the process from that young age. So that way exactly. when they do get to being 17 and 18 and they're getting ready to come up with an election, especially such an important election as this election. I mean, every election is mm-hmm. important, but this election, I think, is going to be one of the most important elections in American history. Um, yeah. This will set yeah. the tone. This election is going to set the tone for the rest of their lives as, you know, if we've got kids in middle school and high school. So that those little steps like that are important. Um, I can remember when it came time for election time and my parents always making sure we understood what it meant um, to vote and, and why voting is important um, from a very young age. So I think that we have to continue that process. And it's wonderful that you have that um, with the program. It, that's just a yeah. really important narrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I totally agree with you. Let's let's go ahead and let's get into a call. Let's get into a caller and let's ask our sippers. Let's see how other people are feeling um, about actually voting. Okay, absolutely. So we're we're gonna take our first call. Hello, caller. Tell us your name and your key choice of the week, and answering the question: Do you vote? Yes or no, and why or why not? Hi, my name is Shia. Um, my tea flavor would be green tea with mint for the week, and I, I definitely think it's very important to vote. I do plan on voting this year. Um, I, I think it's important for us, you know, as as people of color to get out there and vote because I don't think that the world actually takes us serious, and I think this would be a step closer for them to actually realize that we understand what's going on. We understand what we want to happen and what we want to, you know, change in the world. And so voting is a, is a very important step and, and it gets us a step closer to, to what we're trying to actually say. Awesome. Caller, Shia, you are so correct with that narrative and that mint tea, good choice. Definitely good choice. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we, we thank you so much for calling, and we hope you stick around for the rest of the show. Um, so thanks again for calling. Of course. You guys have a good one. Thank you. too. So we're going to go straight into it. Our board is, is, is uh, lighting up on this topic, so I think, we've, okay. I think we've hit a nerve on this topic, guys. So let's go ahead and go into <laughs> cool. our next caller. Hello, caller. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tell us what your name is, your tea choice of the week, and answering our question, do you vote or not? All right. So my name is DJ Double R, the one and only superstar. And um, my tea of the week is always and forever will be green tea. Um, And, yes, I do vote. And I also want to say thank you guys for bringing this discussion too too many people to hear because it's important to know and to hear it. Not a lot of people talk about it, so I really appreciate you guys for that. 
And so, so Tina, what going when you were growing up um, in your family was were your did your parents educate you on voting, or was it something as a teenager and as an adult that you got into? Well, it, yes, it was definitely something we talked about in the household, but also I was privileged to go to a private school, and they talked about it as well, the importance of growing or being of age um, and, you know, having that power with just, you know, voting. That's our way of getting, you know, our voices heard. And so, yes, it was a big discussion in my household as well as school. Well, Tina, we appreciate you offering in your your opinion on this topic, and we appreciate you listening. For those of y'all who don't know, that is our DJ, the T with Mo, our DJ, DJ Double R. <laughs> um, we thank you so much for calling. We always showing showing us some love. So y'all definitely oh. go ahead and DJ Double R. Tell us where we can find you. Where can they follow you? We got to give you that shine. I appreciate it. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat on DJ, the word double, the letter R, DJ double R. And that's where you can find me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. We hope you t- stick around for the rest of the show. Indeed. So, so Tariq, let's get straight into another question for you before we take the right. call. So, given the climate right now, we are in covid uh, COVID mode. So right. um, with with COVID on the rise, um, is that something that would prevent you from going to the polls and, and voting? Not at all. Nope. Um, I feel like if we're able to go out to a restaurant now, because we've been craving for uh, Papa Do's and Papa Cedars and all that, we should be craving to change, the t- uh, like you say, the temperature of our of our uh our country, because this year is the most important year to go and vote. I've never seen one more important, you know, and, uh, yeah, this that wouldn't stop me at all, at all. I'm going. We're going to be there, my whole family front and center. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It, that definitely will not deter me from going out to vote because, if, like you said, if we can go out to all of these bars, and we, especially here in Houston, if we can go out to Turkey right. Leg Hut, if we can go out right. to um, Ross and show up for long lines at Ross and wait in line for all of these stores for things that we probably don't even really need, then I think we should be showing up in numbers. Although with practicing social distancing, um, our, right. our specialized Corona Life uh, Corona coach that we have, Miss Ivy May, she would definitely definitely tell us that we would want to be safe. So I will tell people, right. put your face mask on, have your hand sanitizer, practice social distancing, um, and get out there and vote and make sure that yes. your vote is counted. Make sure that you're registered to vote. Make sure that you understand the the timing of when you have to register to vote. Make sure you've got your voter's registration card. Um, you guys can go to rockthevote.org and get all of the information that you need for your particular state, county, city, uh, parish to find out those regulations. But we've got to make sure that we are expressing that. Um, If you are a voter, um, definitely if you are a voter. um, So let's go ahead and go into another call. So 
Let's go. Hello, caller. Tell us your name, your key choice of the week, and do you vote or no? Hey, my name is Tiffany. My tea choice of the week will be jasmine green tea. Really love me some jasmine green tea. Um, I definitely vote. Um, um, multiple reasons on why you should vote. First of all, it is your voice to be heard, and you need an opinion. You need to show an opinion um, for the greater good, I mean, for what you believe in. Second of all, that way you get a right to complain when things get terrible. Um, if you don't go vote, you don't have a right to complain. Thanks. Yeah. Now, that is a strong <laughs> narrative there. Tiffany, you hit that right on the money. Um, that That is right on. You can't complain without um, having trying to make a change. Um, that is such an important, important narrative of this conversation. So we definitely appreciate your opinion on that and bringing that to light. You're very welcome. I appreciate um, you including me. And um, I really like the narrative that you guys are, are sharing this week, especially with, uh, um, with Tariq and everything. I think that it's a really, really, really awesome thing that you're teaching our youth about all of these different things. Thank you. I appreciate you. Well, Tiffany, again, we thank you so much for giving us a call this week and sharing your opinion with us. We hope you stick around. So I just want to let our sippers know out there, um, again, our number to share your tea is 563-9999. Did I say that right? Yep, 393028. Again, 563-999-3028. Press 1 if you would like to share your tea. Just remember that important fact. So, we're going to go ahead and get straight into our next call, if that's okay with you guys. Hello, caller. Tell us your name. Tell us your key choice of the week. And do you vote or no? Hello, caller. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Yes. So tell us your name, your key choice of the week, and do you vote or no? Yes, my name is Willie. Uh, my tea choice is always mango. I love the mango tea. And, of course, you always vote. Um, I have so much uh, that I could say and want to say about this. Uh, we need another two hours um, to, to go over it. But I want to say uh, thank you so much to your, your guest that you have on today. I think it's such a powerful thing that um, that – he sounds to be a very young man, uh, but I want to just say congratulations, and, and my wife and I would definitely reach out and support your efforts that you're doing there in Houston. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think you've got to always uh, vote. I mean, I was talking to a young man earlier about this, and thank you so much for, for having this topic uh, for the week, um, but I was talking to a young man um, uh, in his 20s, um, and I asked him, was he registered to vote? And his response to me was, no, my vote doesn't count. Um, so at any time that you can have a, a platform such as yours and uh, Mr. Tyree, yours, 
please do so because it's such such uh, of most importance to educate. And if you don't vote, like the other young person said, you don't have a right to complain. But you got to give the history uh, behind why we vote, why we should vote, because um, there's so many of our ancestors and people that are gone before, uh, black and white, that have lost their lives just for us to have the the right to step in the building to get a voter's registration card and to cast your vote. Yes. Absolutely. So, Mr. Willis, if I can ask you a question, have you, since you've been able to vote, have you ever missed uh, an election or a, a vote, a chance to vote? I have not. My parents, my parents um, were were stark voters. I mean, they believed in the right to vote because of all of that their ancestors and their their you know their parents went through so we as as a family have always um went to the polls whether it's what they're trying to do now with the absentee ballots or or, or saying that you know um to trying to deter those i mean you just have to do it so yes every chance i've gotten to to vote i have voted And every chance I get to to speak about voting to some young person, regardless of, of of hue, I have that conversation because it's so so important. Well, Mr. Willie, we appreciate you giving us that um, point of view because we do. Again, our narrative this week is the importance of voting, um, and the importance of the education of voting our youth um, with the right that they have a right to vote, whether if you exercise your right or not, you have a right to vote. Um, and then feeling like they don't have, um, that their vote won't make a difference or won't make a change. We do need that encouragement. So we do thank you so much for calling. Um, and we hope that you stick around and listen to the rest of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Thank you to your, your, your guests for the week. Thank you again. Appreciate you. So, again, guys, this board is lighting up, so we're going to go straight into our next caller. Yes, ma'am. Hello, caller. State your name. Tell us your favorite key choice. And answering the question this week, do you vote or no? Hi. um, This is Mist. I am – my favorite tea choice is going to be oolong tea. That's what it's going to be. And – I vote when I feel that my vote um, will actually serve a purpose. That's my answer to that. Yeah. First, okay. Um, that, so a lot of people. Go ahead. <laughs> that that's an interesting take that we uh, an interesting take that we haven't heard today. So, do you mind explaining a little bit more of why you feel that way? Um. For one, I um. I was there for the 2000 election, which was Al Gore versus Bush, and Al Gore won the uh, popular vote, um, exceedingly over 500,000 votes. Um, I was there for the Tad debacle. I watched it day in and day out, how 
students um, in Florida, black students from historically black colleges or, uh, whose votes were just thrown away, others who were not allowed to vote, others who were not allowed to register to vote prior to that election. So that was one case in which those votes didn't matter. And I keep hearing people saying that your vote is your voice, but your vote doesn't take away your voice. So if the only time that you're using your voice is when you vote, then are you really participating in the process of being a citizen? Like we have just because I don't vote, does that mean that I don't have the right to complain? You know, that's like saying because I'm not in my car, I have no right to say what happens to my car. Uh, And if you actually voted for the person that's in office and they're not doing what you want them to do, then that kind of takes away your right to complain because this is the person that you picked. Um, People often say that our ancestors died for the right to vote, but our ancestors didn't die for the right to vote. Our ancestors fought so that we have freedom. And if that if that meant that they had to vote or whatever, then yeah, but they really wanted freedom. Um, because the the country that we're in is the colonizing country. The the and so like this land was not built for colonization, you know? So like systems Come and go. So, you know, the vote has its purpose, true enough, but the vote is not the only way that you can express your voice. Can I respond okay. to that? Go ahead, Therese. Uh Yes, ma'am. I, I agree somewhat with what you're saying, but as far as our ancestors dying for voting, you're right. They did die for freedom. They They fought for freedom, but as far as voting, that was a big issue as well of the day when our ancestors were fighting, and it was it was not allowed. Black people couldn't, like you say, step in the building and vote, so they did die. That's part of the reason why the Ku Klux Klan was created, was to stop the vote, to terrorize the black community, to keep them from voting, to keep um, elected officials from being black or any other color other than white. So they did die for that right. Uh, millions of African Americans, Africans, black people, whatever you want to call them, were hung, were uh, terrorized, houses burned down because they wanted the right to vote. They wanted freedom. It was, it was not just one thing that we died, that our ancestors died for. So you're right on that note, for, for a little bit, but like they did fight for the right to vote, and a lot of that was denied to them for years, for centuries, actually, I mean for decades. Okay, yeah, I, I you gotta understand. I'm not saying uh, I'm not going against you, you know. No, but ma'am, I, I don't think, think so. Have, I, well, I'm I'm grateful that you understand where I'm coming from because I, uh, you know, I want to, you know, have uh, a conversation here. And because sometimes when opinions that don't exactly agree, you know, come up, it kind of like you know, things go to the left, and I, that's not what I want. No, um, no ma'am. Oh, yeah, because, like, a lot of us, you know, we're called African-Americans. A lot of us are indigenous here, and so we had our own governments in place. And even in the current government, the head of that government is called commander-in-chief. So 
but they don't look. Trump doesn't look like a chief, does he? You know? So I um, agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I, I think, Mama Miss, I think that you're, regardless of whether, I think that's why we have this platform. This is what the platform is for. Whether the conversation is, you feel, the question is, you know, it's, it's not a persecution whether if you feel a, if you vote or don't. I think that right. it's, it's fair to have that conversation, like you're saying, that um, in this platform, this platform will never have a conversation where anyone feels like they can't say why they feel that they do, because that's what makes um, that's what makes the world be what it is or how it should be, because you should right. have the question of if you decide to exercise that vote or not. Um, that personal choice is always going to be respected here in this platform. Absolutely. So I thank you for offering a different view to the question um, because there's a, there are a lot of people who agree or disagree with both sides of this conversation. Um, we are here to talk about both sides of the conversation, to be able to have the healthy dialogue, be able to process and then to go back and be able to be a positive force on either side of the conversation that you are. I think the fact that we can just have this conversation is the first step, whether whichever side of the fence that you're on. Right, agree. Um, and I'm not, I don't want to discourage anybody from voting, but I'm also, I've, I'm an educator as well, so I've been involved in the schools for 20 years. And so when I'm teaching, and I especially I went to uh, college for what was supposed to be African American studies, but I went to PWI at first, so they put me in political science um, for a major instead. So um, when I'm teaching, of course, I do not discourage any students from voting, but I make sure that they understand that the most change that we as black, African American, colored, indigenous people have made has been when we did not have the right to vote. And we have, like, lost track of that, that, yes, our vote, you know, plays a part in that, but we also have to be fighting on all the different, you know, uh, fields to make change. And we can't look at just uh, operating necessarily in this system in order to get the changes that we desire. So. Agreed. Well, Mama Miss, thank you again for calling in and giving us that tea. That was a full loaded cup of tea right there. So we <laughs> appreciate you coming through and giving us that side of the question. Um, we hope you stick around for the rest of the show. Um, so we, again, we thank you so much for coming and giving us that tea. Uh, thank you for uh, pouring the tea and, you know, letting us add our own little flavor to it and, Hopefully we come out with a wonderful uh, beverage. Always, always. That's a hashtag right there. <laughs> so thank you again. <laughs> All right. Peace. Thank you. So, again, I'm trying to get as many people in, guys, as we can. So let's go ahead and go straight into our next caller. Hello, callers. Tell us your name, your favorite tea choice. And the question of the week is, do you vote yes or no? Hello, caller. Oh, yes, yes. 
tell us your name, your tea choice, oh, good afternoon. Good and do afternoon. you vote or uh, not? <laughs> um, yes, my name is Kevin, and uh, ironically, my tea of the week did change this week. I'm working with a little um, turmeric and, and ginger, so we switched it up. And hey, I do Kevin, vote. thanks for calling back in. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Good show, good show. Um, I listened to a few different uh, callers. I didn't get a chance to um, catch your, your guest in this in this full um, disclosure. Um, but the last call was hot. I just I do want to say that, and I and I, I thank you for uh, embracing that and, and making sure that you know everybody's open to listening to. Um, everyone's opinion, um, even though we might not agree on, on, on everything. But there was some very, 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 very high points that that sister, you know, that she bought out uh, in, in what she was sharing. And um, because I know people that only do, they're stuck in tradition, um, that are only doing things because that's the way how they were taught. Like, just say one party, if I would, you know, just one party. That's just all they're going to do their whole life. And so my question is, because um, this is what I've been hearing at the top well, since I got on the call, is this is the most important uh, election in our lifetime. And I've heard that a few times. And I want to know why are we saying that now? I, I really want to know what, what why is that different from uh, – 2016, why is it different from 2008, why is it different from, you know, any former years? I I don't know if that's a question for the, the panel or if it's a question for Mr. Cooper, but I'd like to take a shot at it. Yeah. Take it. Go ahead, Marty. Well, one, they, we've always said, or and I'm only, I'm only 31, so since I've been born and since I've been allowed to pay attention to the elections every year that they have went on, it's been always important. This one changes because you remember we had voter die. Uh, P. Diddy, he, he made sure he was at the forefront of that. Uh, when Obama right. was exactly. running exactly. everything, it's always been highly important. So this one came because of 45 and the situations that we, as Americans, all of us, have been put in. Uh, the situation, I'll just say the recent one with, with COVID. COVID could have been adjusted way back, in, way back in January, but not until March, late March at that, was anything ever done. And that wasn't even put on... That wasn't even put on Trump. Trump pushed that over into the governors. And then when things, when he wanted uh, things to open back up, he made that call. That's not the way uh, a country is supposed to be run off of the financial gains. And that's what it was about. And now we're having to close back again. If you run the country as the commander in chief, which I feel in my mind, a commander in chief should be that. You should at least be able, have served some form of military. That that's just me, my opinion. You as a celebrity figure is not a commander in chief to me. Right. So in order, to, if he's back up to be a part of the uh, discussion of voting, then yeah, it is the most important. 
because we can't allow this to happen again. We can't allow ourselves to just stand by and watch this country go down in flames internally like it already is because I mean, the the climate that we're in this year alone has been heavy since the beginning of the year. And no, everybody's really just tired of it, in, in my opinion. But, Mr. Cooper, if you care to elaborate, please. Uh, it'd be kind of hard because you hit the note right on right on the head. Um, that would be the other than all the lies that we've been told. Um, that would be the only thing I might add to that. Also, uh, the outright uh, racism. Some people don't care about that. Some people, you know, okay with his his opinion. But I mean, uh, me myself, I can't stand for it because I have children. Hopefully one day I'll have grandchildren that'll be coming up in this country and I want them to be treated fairly equally. I don't think they should get any more, any less. So I think like it was said, this this election is gonna set the tone for generations and generations to come, one way or the other, good or bad. So I think it's very important. And like you say, all other elections are important as well. But this definitely has um uh we need to get out for this one, I feel like. It's just my opinion. Can, can I jump in here as well and, and taking a part of the conversation? Um, because yes, I, I definitely said that at the top of the show that this is, I feel that this is one of the most important elections. The reason why I also agree is because we are paying attention. Not only are we paying attention, but the world is paying attention to everything that's going on. The reason why this is one of the most important elections is because we are, this is a social media age. Everything that happens from weddings, anniversaries, baby showers, um, police brutality, everything is broadcasted. Eating your lunch is broadcasted on social media. We did not right. have that narrative as strong as what we have now with this election. This election is important or one of the most important for now, I mean, the next one and whatever happens in the next four years, the next one could be the most important. But right now, for our generation and for our day and time as adults, this is one of the, this is an important election because we are about to set the tone for the rest of, for the next four years. Look at how much it changed in the, the eight years of progression that we made. Look at how much has changed in those four years. Um, right. Look at the like like YT said the hem, the handling of COVID nineteen and the response of COVID nineteen from the current administration, and look at the response from the police brutality um, as a nation. Let's go even further and look at why we take a knee. Let's look at those. You have to look at those topics and those conversations and to say. This narrative that we have as a minority community, it has to be important for us. Because if it's not important for us to have the narrative and the conversation, if we don't, even on a local, voting on a local level, voting for your um, county sheriffs, voting for your DAs, even voting on that level, not just this election, but every on every part is important, whether if you do or you don't, having this conversation and knowing that you have the right to is important. So whether if you exercise that right is your choice, but knowing you have that right 
um, is the important part of this conversation because Absolutely. there are some youth out there who don't know that that it's okay for them, that they do have this right. As a human being, you have the right to vote on what happens in your nation. That is something that America had, well, on the backs of slaves and Native Americans, America was founded on that. So we have to know that conversations like this and actually getting out there and educating yourself is important. We have to be sure to tell our children why it's important to to vote because it matters. Um, even just having the conversation, this matters right. a lot. Yes. Agreed. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. So I'll get my when I get a minute to to the re, to, to be but you know my comment or what you, no you, I'm in no, agreement. You've got oh. all the time for this conversation. We've got time, Kevin. So go ahead and say okay. your piece, brother. For, for 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 the record, you know, however how I might have asked the question, um, or whatever or presented it, for the record, I vote. I do vote. <laughs> and I vote for a few different reasons. I'm I'm definitely voting for, for, for change. I'm voting for my right. Um, again, I just want to um, commend all three of you for responding. Um, the, the sister that spoke, I don't know, uh, Mama Sita, um, she lit a fire, you know, um, for, for, for what she said and how she said it. Um, but, yes, and I do vote for that right to talk stuff. So if somebody asks me why am I talking, I say I voted, you know. But I do agree if you, don't, if you didn't, you still can talk stuff. I mean, it's like the lottery. You play it to dream till the lottery numbers are picked. You know, if you don't win, you, you dream for like three days talking about what you would do. So in that aspect, I say it's about the same. But anyway, I'm going to make it real uh, crisp here. I wrote this stuff down so I don't be all over the place. So to the point of what you said Diddy said um, a few years ago, yes, he did put that campaign out, vote, and that, vote or die. Okay? Now the same man, along with Ice Cube and some others, are talking about now we – in what month are we in? We're in July talking about saying hold back the black vote, okay, under presumption that everybody is, gonna, is Democrat, first and foremost, that we're going to hold back the black vote because we need a black agenda. Okay, this is stuff that needs to be working on for years. We don't just start saying, hey, look, let's, here's our list of demands. This is how all other candidates, how they're back, how this president is in his office because he got people behind him that put their money where their mouth was, not just pulling levers and uh, going in and filling out ballots. I mean, I'm talking about millions of dollars being behind them, corporations being behind them. So for me, what I've been wanting to work on for these uh, last eight years is the process, not just the national one, as you just mentioned, as you mentioned our local uh, votings as well. I have missed a couple of those. So that question that you asked earlier, I have missed them. None of the presidential and none of the mayor runs and things like that. Now, <clears throat> the point of what the young lady was talking about is that we had more of a system before we, before we were, I don't want to say, had the right to vote. There was more unity. And now hearing about the things that we want to do or that we are doing, some of the places that we support, some businesses, we may not know how they feel about us, but we run out and we support those businesses who may be supporting the very person that we're saying that we're against right now. So those are the type of things 
You know, so when we're talking about our voice, taking away our voice, no, nothing's going to take away my voice as well. We want to speak to those things because if we're just pulling levers and then we're going out and we're not really making effective change or trying to have effective change in our households and our communities or whatever, that vote really, you know, especially if the person that you voted for, you know, isn't in, in office, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I did that, but I'm still doing the same thing. We're still doing the same things uh, that we were doing uh, for the last 10 years. Now, and I heard the argument was kind of, it seemed like it was top heavy on the, um, on the virus. And rightfully so. But if we pulled that out, yes, we, we got the lies in there. We got the behavior in there. We got the rhetoric in there. Um, what I have seen, I'm, older, I, I'm a little bit old enough to have seen some things. This man, don't uh, get me wrong on this, not defending him. He didn't start this stuff. He didn't start this stuff. All he did was open up a floodgate for all the people who already thought like this, who believed like this, and who was ready for somebody to go ahead and say, now you can go ahead and you can take off your mask. This stuff been around for the whole eight years that Obama was in there. Before that, but they, it was around men. And I think what we did, we got comfortable because we were idolizing some achievement that had taken place of having an African-American in the highest um, office in the land. We got so comfortable around here living, and this is where we ended up. So we have to be a little bit more diligent about what we're doing even before the election and after the election. When we get comfortable going back to these restaurants and, 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 and these ball games and, and not looking at um, what Colin Kaepernick was trying to do or whatever, but we just want to be in our suite and sit in courtside and all that type of stuff. That stuff is, to me, my opinion, is counterproductive to really, really making change in this nation. And then it has to come down to a police officer putting his knee on somebody's neck, which there was 37 uh, uh, murder, just the ones I didn't know about, 37 killings of unarmed black men since 2016, since Philando Castile was murdered. But this one that happened was caught on tape, and it caused an uproar. And so now we are seeing some light put on this. But what were we doing before this? So that's my rebuttal to it. I'll just put it out there, and hopefully we can all stir the pot up in ourselves and really think about what we're doing even after we go in there November 3rd. Because these people that you see that didn't took your mask off, they ain't going nowhere. They ain't going to change. Not not overnight. They've been around since our ancestors, the one who fought for this vote. They've been around since them, and they're still here 50 years later. They're children. Yeah, uh, I go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mr. Cooper. No, no, no. You didn't interrupt me. I'm I'm just listening to you. You know what you had to say. Um, I agree with you. We have to do um, act, we have to have action in the community as well. And um, our program, I just want to grow up. I, I believe that's one piece of the puzzle that's needed. We need to uh, focus on our youth. We need to focus on educating our youth. And uh, it's more than my opinion that counts. So you know, I I feel like our community needs to learn to agree to disagree. And and. That's fine. You know, we we might not see everything eye to eye, but if we do have a common goal in bringing our youth and our community up, I feel like that's what we should focus on. 
because we agree with that. We agree in that in that uh, we need to be more efficient in, in being for each other. So Very well uh, I appreciate Very well your comment. By both of you. Thank you so much, Mr. Kevin. Uh, I definitely thank you for coming through. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and and, and really giving us another aspect that we definitely need to hear and think about as well. So I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Oh, you're welcome, man. I, I appreciate, you know, y'all giving me that time. And, and Mr. Cool, what you just said, you are 100% right. We do need to um, uh, agree to disagree. You know, we, we yes, got sir. too many things that we have in agreement and commonalities that we can go. And that's, that's one of the first things. Exactly. We, we, while we're standing in line, there was a long line to vote. While we're waiting, we could find that stuff out. Where we live, right. what do we like to do? You know what I'm saying? Then we can start building community right there. But sometimes that's the only unity that we have is those, whatever time it is at those polls, and then I might not see that person again. You know, then, you know, we're off on about our way. But unity, I mean, excuse me, unity that you spoke of, that's, that's key right there. Can we agree to disagree yes, and still find some commonality to move something forward? Right. Exactly. Well, I agree. Well, Kevin, that's exactly what, again, this platform here with the Tea with Mo that we're all about. Again, Sippers, we are all about having these conversations and having these healthy dialogues and analyzing these questions and coming to it, into some kind of agreement that it's okay for us not to all have the same opinion on topics. It's okay when we're having these conversations. This is what we need to do as a community. This is how you make change, and this is how you make growth. So, Kevin, once again, right. we are so happy that you called in to the show and gave us that, that full loaded tea, as you and Mama Miss did. Um, so we hope you stick around for the rest of the show, and we appreciate you giving us a call. Thank you so much, uh, Connor, as an honor. I feel like um the next best thing was to be in person with y'all. That's how much I respect you. I haven't met you personally, but it's still 100% respect that y'all taking your time out to discuss these deep topics. Yeah. So. And, and I appreciate that so much. So thank you again, Kevin. We'll talk to you next week. So, guys, this has been a loaded cup of tea. It has been hot. It has been steamy. We've had to let it cool down just a little bit. But I have a treat for you guys. I am so excited and we are so blessed to have this next featured poet come on for us. Um, this is a favor of a favor. So we are so excited to introduce to you guys this week our poet feature for this week, which is Michael. How are you doing today? I'm good. So, Michael, let's get some business out the way here at the Tea with Mo. Again, we're all about that tea. So what is your favorite tea for this week? Um, I... Hey, Mike, your your phone's breaking up. Hold on. Is this better? Yes, it is. Thank you. All right, so literacy or... We're we're still getting some bad breakout. No, it's Hello? still breaking up. Yep, there we go. Uh, 
saying I thought it would be better. It's still breaking up. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Uh, say that one more time. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. There we go. All right. So, Mike, what we're going to do, Mike, go ahead and we're going to go straight into a music break. Mike, if you don't mind, go ahead and um, call back in. Maybe that will clear the line. Gotcha. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to come back with Mike. We're going to go into a music break. We're going to get some technology things worked out, and we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tea with Mo. We are back for our show this week. So before we went to our musical break, we had our featured guest poet. We had Mike on the line. Mike, you there? Mike, can you hear us? 
Yep. How, how am I sounding, guys? Am I good? Yes, you are very clear. So let's get right into it. So tell us what your tea choice of the week was. My tea choice of the week. Oh, so this was my question, like literal tea or like tea that's like, you know, things going out in the world, going around? No, sir. Actual hot chicken tea or if you like iced tea, mint tea, blueberry tea. Oh, mint tea. Definitely definitely mint tea. That is my go-to. Now, do you add sugar or honey to your tea? Honey. Did you say honey? Yeah. Honey makes that much better. Honey tea? Yeah, definitely. Yep. I agree. So, Mike, go ahead if you want to. If you go, the mic is yours. Go ahead and get into this piece for us. All right. Um, so this is uh, called Freedom or Freed, freed. I wonder if it feels like the wind. Like skin, I mean, white skin, neck and the people, and not feel like they're drowning. I don't know what freedom is. But they'll insist on telling me freedom is me having a job, me being able to get on a cross, being able to pray to whatever God, being able to jog your memory. Freedom. Free. Freedom feels like feel free. Feel free sounds a lot like giving permission to me. I call you out and you say I'm a trip. But your words are shores, words written on shores, so the signatures on these permission slips we supposed to be getting forged. Well, they ain't chores. Niggas ain't never been something to do in the White House because they ain't chores. So our issues get swept under your rug. Never mop the scrubs off of your clothes covered in blood. We still playing catch up all over your election buttons, white collar crimes and ties to drugs that you never slack the flood powder detergent and in hopes to wash out the sludge. That nigga shackled to addiction. What's living when you're in a body you're afraid to live in? Sounds a lot like prison. Niggas be shackled up behind their glasses and finally get 2020 vision. I peeked in my cocoon. See, I can see they let my brother fly for free, for sale, king coon to these walls. Got us institutionalized. How much a dollar cost you? Ain't got a lot. This is how they print the butterfly. This shit was just a rat prop. But I realized dog pen stomp on pages while your words silently slide across comps you clicking. All heads being compositions, writing about how you were compositions. It's hard to say this shit in the composition. Knowing that whatever police state in these statements them police state in the one out ten more funerals and graduations, death certs, no diplomas, cause he ain't diploma, so he ain't make it. See niggas passing but getting left behind. We just try and buy some time, but a niggas car get declined. I wish I could chase freedom. I would, but you see what happens when we run, you run our credit and our credit has never been good in hoods. Can't afford skills in Arizona without putting our life down for security. Deposit on change, we ain't signed up for niggas' lives be on lease. No, niggas' lives be on lease, and they'll call it freedom when they give us some slack on our leash. Niggas ain't never been free, but be free to die, should die, ain't even free. I question if life after death would make us free. Would we finally get our blessings? I ask the reverend if God is so forgiven, wouldn't that mean our oppressors could get into heaven? Are there riots on clouds when it rains? Because protesters are being held in the little flash of a barrel. It's thunder the roar of the crowd and a gunshot. Is that why it's so loud? The wind. And that's that piece. O-M-G. I love that piece. That was the perfect piece for our topic today, which is, do you vote or no? 
So that, thank you so much, Michael, for coming through and giving us that gem. I really, really appreciate it. Can you tell us yeah, where awesome. we can follow you? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, I used Facebook, but I deleted it. Um, but Anybody who didn't hear because his phone is it's, it's D B L underscore uh-huh. I M G. So yep. it's basically double image. Uh, Mike, it's Y T. Yes. Yes. What's up, brother? I that line you have in there of you said uh, when it rains, does is that then what did you say? Is that them watering or or spraying uh-huh. protesters? Yeah, when it rains, is that because protesters are being hosed down? It's like, like my whole thought process behind it was like, you know, if if we're not free here, where would we be free? And I think a lot of people have this idea that like when you die, you go to heaven and everything's gonna be okay. But like at the same time, think about it. And I, I thought, well, I thought about it. I'm just sitting here like, you know, if if God's gonna let our oppressors get into heaven. You know, like, how would that really yes. go? Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, you, you kind of, me personally, I kind of think about these things. Like, you know, you're forced to see these people who leaded you here. They probably still lead you up there. So it's just, I don't know, you know, sometimes your mind wanders and just thinks about things. And <clears throat> sometimes I feel like, um, although we are making advancements, <clears throat> Sometimes I feel like we're still stuck in some places, and I wonder if we be stuck in other places as well. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you sharing that piece. You know it, uh, you've always been one of my favorites. And uh, I don't know we didn't introduce our feature to you, but I, <laughs> Mr. Cooper, I hope you enjoyed it. I really do I hope did. you enjoyed it. Absolutely, I did. I, um, I just went and followed him right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just went following him right I, now. That was that was I very nice, bro. I appreciate you. Man. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Well, Michael, the tea again, with Mo. thank you so much for coming by <sighs> the tea with Mo and giving us that beautiful gem of the poem "Freedom." Again, it goes right into our topic. Um, so we hope you stick around for the rest of the show. We definitely are going to have to have you back as a feature so we can get a little bit more into your poetry. So look out for that message coming. If you guys, please go again, follow him on Facebook, all social media, um, and let's continue to support our poetry and let's support our art that they are out there doing. So thank you again so much for coming through. We really appreciate it. Thank you. <clears throat> Awesome. That's awesome. So, so Tariq, I I hope that this has been an amazing show. I want to thank you again for having the program, and um, I just want to grow up having that program and taking the initiative um, for our youth. I it it is it takes a social person to put their time and effort into a program like that, um, especially when yes, the return ma'am. is not always received. So, again, <laughs> sippers out there, let's show our support to the 
foundation into the program. Again, you guys can go to I just want to grow up um, dot com and visit and see how we can do the donations. We will also be posting that on the Tea with Mo's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page on how you can make those donations. Again, if you are here in Houston and you can donate your time, we need that as well. And if you're not, again, any donations um, for for the program would be much appreciated. So, Tyree, do you have any shout-outs, any shout-outs you want to give out? Yes, ma'am. I actually do. I want to shout-out to my wife, uh, Miracle Cooper, which is the director of the program. I want to shout-out to Talker Tree uh, Podcast as well. Um, They've been showing support to the uh, program as well. And I want to shout-out to you, uh, Ms. Mo. I want to tell you I was excited about coming. Uh, on the show, being on the show today, but um, you far exceeded what I thought. So I just want to say yeah, thank, thank you, you and thank you to your co-host as well. Yeah, you I guys have been that. great. Well, Tyreek, we appreciate that. We we appreciate you again. I can't thank you enough. This won't be the last time. We definitely are going to sit down and talk about some partnerships that we can. Um, do together. We are going to always be an advocate for your program. So anything that you guys have going on or need, please, please don't, do not hesitate to reach out to us. Um, We are here for those programs and have the resources that we should be able to get some things moving for the program, especially locally um, with, with us residing in the same city. So um, shout out to Funky Town, you know, I'm in um I'm I'm from Mansfield, so shout out to Funky Town in the eight one seven area. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, I just wanna say hey. on behalf of uh on behalf of yours truly poetry, I uh I am so grateful that I've gotten a chance to meet you. And I do Absolutely. plan on I do plan on linking up with you. As you see, I I know the poets from Mike is from Philly and uh okay. he came down and he blessed he blessed us today. And so if you need anything, awesome. when things start getting running again, you need, you want a poet, uh, inspirational speaker, I can come out or I can make sure somebody very well representing uh, us as a culture will do the same. Absolutely. Um, can I ask you this? Uh, you can get my information from Ms. Mo if that's possible, and then you can reach out to me. You can get my personal Definitely. information. Definitely. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so Chief, Thank you guys also, so much. Go, tell everyone yeah. how they can actually follow you on social media. Okay. Um, on Instagram, it's uh, Crow No Mo, C-R-O-W-N-O-M-O. That's for my T-shirt company. And on Facebook, it's No More Crow, which is the name of the company. No Mo Crow, N-O-M-O-C-R-O-W, No More Jim Crow Laws. Well, Tariq, again, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you for Absolutely. being our feature this week. Um, we are it's super excited. We, this will not be the end. This is the be- the beginning of um, yes, of building a, a family, building a connection um, that we definitely will thrive out on on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and take another, our last music break, and we'll be right back. I'm going back to the south. I'm going back, 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 back. When my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing.
like a bulb tree of life on fertile ground. Ancestor put me on game. Long term on gold chains. With my old shoon in a jail. Drip all on me. I'm set out of cheek deep. Hold on, don't I? Not to buy instant. show this has been a wonderful conversation and dialogue I could not have envisioned it better I want to say thank you again so much to our feature of the week um, Tyreek Cooper again with I want to just grow up prevention program and also no more crow um, t-shirt design I want to thank um, Mike who came through Michael who came through our featured poet for the week for dropping freedom that poem oh my gosh you guys gotta go back and listen to the playback he is an amazing poet we definitely will have him featured for sure 
um, on our poetry series. YT, how are you hanging in there? How did you feel about the conversation today? The conversation was both enlightening and educational uh, from very different sources and very different intellects on the I believe it was uh, Mama Miss who who said she she only voted when it was when she felt her vote mattered. Uh, Mr. Kevin, he gave us a, another outlook of how to look at 45 and and what what his take was on it. And of course, all the gems and the wisdom that Mr. Cooper was was imparting upon us. It was a great show, and I appreciated being a part of. It. Well, I want to say thank you for coming in and saving the day um, when, you know, at the last minute with Sunny being sick. So we always appreciate you coming in and, and co-hosting with us and even and, and for the Tea of the Week. So we appreciate that from last week, um, that African Solstice, again, is our Tea of the Week, y'all. That tea is something else. It is tasteful. It is amazing. So let's go ahead and move it on with the show. We are going to go ahead and get into our... It's the product of the week. It's so the product. So excited. Go ahead and do our product of the week this week. So, guys, our product of the week is simple. It is rock the vote. This goes with our theme. This goes with the culture. Rock the vote. You guys can go to rockthevote.org, and that is where you can find all the information that you need for your state, your county, your city, um, your parish, to find out the information that you need, how to get registered to vote, how to change your address, how to uh, find your polling location. Please, please go and look at their website. Um, this is a great organization. Um, this week is actually sponsored by Rock the Vote. So I really appreciate them reaching out to us and being the sponsors for this week. Um, they were super excited and super helpful with us um, doing this narrative and having this conversation. Um, so, again, our product for this week is going to be Rock the Vote. It's rockthevote.org that you guys, again, can go look at. Make sure you tag me if you go on Twitter do at the tea with mo at rock the vote um so we are so excited again um to have that be our sponsor for the week and have that being our product of the week so Wachi, each week we do a final sip and the final sip for this week i actually don't have one i there were so many gems dropped the entire time it was so many hashtags. It was so much knowledge given that I think maybe this week we're just going to go with Rock the Vote. I think that's going to be my final sip for this week. Do you have a final sip this week? My final sip would be to go vote. Same thing. Rock the Vote. Uh, if you do something. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of the show. As you guys have seen, we've got a new number. We've got a new look. We've got everything new coming this week. So again, our number is going to be 563-999-3028. You press one if you want to share your tea. You can also go listen to us online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the tea with Mo. 
we really appreciate you guys listening to us this week. YT, can you tell them how they can follow you, how they can support you? Of course, you can follow me at your truly poetry. That's Y U R Z T R U L Y P O E T R Y on all media platforms: YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, watch out for my shows once this stuff starts opening up. And I'll let everybody know and keep everybody informed. And what you guys don't know is you guys will catch YT and Sunny the second week in August. They are going to come and do a poetry takeover. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited to be passing the show baton off to someone and get an off week. So we are definitely excited. We definitely appreciate you, Gang, coming in and stepping in, co-hosting. And we are excited for the August 2nd show where you're going to come in and do a takeover. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to take the time out also to thank our sippers out there. Without you all, this show and this platform is not possible. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in, coming in, and sharing your tea. We have some exciting news coming on August 1st that I want you guys to look out for. If you are not liking, if you are not sharing, if you haven't followed the Tea with Mo on all platforms, all social media platforms, Please take the time to go and like it. Leave us a review. Please go to blogtalkradio.com slash the tea with Mo. Leave us your comments on how you felt about the show. If you had some more uh, tea that you didn't get a chance to share, please be sure to go do that. So, again, just remember that when the tea gets too hot, just let it cool down. We'll see y'all next week. Now, tuned in to the Tea with Moe.